Welcome to the Wags of SCI podcast, where we discuss life, love, and caregiving after spinal cord injury. Hosted by Elena Pauly and Brooke Paget. Both of our partners are quadriplegics. And after connecting online in 2017, we began the advocacy and support group WAGS of SCI, which is an acronym for Wives and Girlfriends with Spinal Cord Injury. We know firsthand the challenges that come with living this lifestyle. And our mission is to spread education, awareness, and positivity from our unique perspectives. Us each week as we tackle deep discussions around balancing life as a caregiver and a lover to someone with a spinal cord injury. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Wags of SCI podcast. Here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Wags of SCI podcast. Today, we are discussing the change in seasons and the change in temperature. It is now September. Happy SCI Awareness Month to all of our listeners and anybody who would like to participate in Spinal Cord Injury Awareness Month. Please feel free to send us an email with some tips, tricks, or any piece of advice you'd like our community members to know to wagsofsci at gmail.com. But yes, so back to the topic, it is September. We are transitioning into fall. And with that means getting prepared for layers, bundling up to uh, protect yourself from the changing, the very rapid changing temperatures, especially here in Vancouver, British Columbia. I feel like our summer was very short this year and uh, it rains pretty well, what, 70% of the of the year? Hey, Brooke. So we have some, some really great tips for you guys in terms of like what to do to make sure that you do not freeze your buns off or get a D. Yeah, we definitely are going to talk about all of the fun tips and tricks we've picked up that help our partners to maintain their temperatures. And for anyone new listening or someone that maybe hasn't had direct experience with someone with an SEI but wants more information and to understand the life more, like say you work in the field, um, someone with a spinal cord injury can't regulate their temperature. And especially with higher level injuries, neck injuries, it's very difficult for quadriplegics to stay warm or stay cool. Um, so we like to do these episodes periodically. Um, but before we get into that, I just wanted to send a huge shout out to our episode sponsors without these women we would not be able to do the podcast and we would not be able to literally run this group the way that we do. So huge shout out to Robin Wishart of Wishart Brain and Spine Law, who is our legal advocate and our number one supporter. So Robin has been working behind the scenes with us for years now on our own personal cases, fighting the good fight (laughs) against the establishment, against insurance companies, specifically about our cases to do with unpaid spousal care. So we're in the midst of that right now, and we are ever so grateful to Robin and her team at Wish Our Brain and Spine Law. Not only do they help so many couples in the community, but they are the official advocate for our community. They answer all our listeners' questions 
anytime you have any sort of legal question or you want to be put in touch with a resource in your area, or you have, um, you want to be put in touch with a doctor or a physician or a physiatrist, or maybe you just want someone to look at your benefits paperwork and make sure you're getting the most out of your benefits, please contact Robin. You can find more information about her on our website at wagsofsci.com and click on the legal resources tab. And you can also visit her website at very simply brainandspinelaw.com. Our second sponsor is Annalisa Squires and her husband, John. They are proud owners of the adaptive equipment supply company called Rolling in Paradise. So if you know us, you know we love to support WAG-owned businesses. These two are our champions for the WAG's community. Um, They are VA approved, so their equipment can be purchased throughout all the VA areas, their equipment can be shipped all over North America. They are available to answer all of your questions because they are you. She is a quad wife. John is a quadriplegic of over 30 years. And no one knows the industry and what you need more than someone who has been there, right? So if you need any sort of adapted equipment at all, please visit rollinginparadise.com and tell them that the WAGs of SCI sent you. So why don't we start with you? What is your number one go-to, Brooke, that you always, every single year, you have been recommending the, uh, you've been recommending this one particular item every single year. And finally, Dan and I got, got him a whole ensemble for Christmas um, one year, and he's been using it every year. So it's so funny because I was telling you this before the podcast began about how like my husband is almost like a barometer. It was literally like, the leaves haven't even started falling yet. It was literally like these last week or so, the light started changing. You could tell it was going into fall, but it was still quite warm out. And I remember, you know, the first time he's like sitting at night and he's like, oh man, I'm, I'm starting to get really cold. Like, what is this? It's still summer last week of August. And sure enough, you know, he almost could sense the temperature change before I could, which was pretty hilarious. And so we were kind of just like, okay, let's start putting on the layers. Let's start layering up with your, um, your Merino. (laughs) And so we did. And so we thought this would be a good topic because I know a lot of you out there are going through this right now where you're kind of like, oh, you're trying to get him adjusted. He might be shivering at night, um, earlier than normal, trying to get his body used to everything. So firstly, we get it. We are here too. And we're trying to navigate this the best that we can. We even posted about this on the private group um, a couple of days ago, just to get more of the women in the community's feedback as to what they like to do around this time. Um, So yes, as you were talking about earlier, Merino clothing is definitely the number one thing that helps my partner navigate changing seasons. And it's not just for cold weather, it's for transition weather and summer and spring as well. It's just all about the merino layers. So like my husband has a merino tank top. He has a few merino t-shirts. He has a few merino long sleeves. He has some zip ups and he has some sweaters, hoodies, neck warmers, toques. He spends all his money on merino and there's a good reason for that. It's because it is natural, 100% natural, and it is temperature regulating. So because the spine, the spinal cord injury makes it so our partners can't regulate their own temperature, this fabric really helps to keep sweat away and keep cold away. So it's really multifunctional and can be a really good fabric choice for all year round. 
And so we've started whipped, we've whipped out the long sleeve, thin base layers to start that we can put underneath thinner long sleeve tops, just because I don't think that it's the season to get right into sweatshirts and sweaters right away. It's still nice out. It just is a little bit cooler. So um, we've got the, it's called the 175 strength layer, which is a mid layer that's designed um, it's thinner than the heavier ones that we use for winter, but it allows you to have a thin layer underneath, you know, your long sleeve so that you kind of disguise that you need that extra assistance, right? Because I know these guys don't want to go out and be like, I'm in a sweater and it's still kind of warm out, you know, it's kind of embarrassing sometimes. So you got a bunch of Merino things for Dan last year. How is he liking them? We, yeah, I definitely got Dan for Christmas. I think it was for his birthday and Christmas because his birthday falls just a couple days before Christmas. So he kind of gets, he gets a little, <laughs> he, he misses out on, on Christmas gifts. They kind of, they kind of go together for birthday gifts and Christmas gifts anyways. So I got him a balaclava, a toque, like a neck warmer on top of the balaclava, a toque neck warmer, an under layer for his shirt and some long johns and some really high woolly socks. And the reason um, being that my partner, my uh, Dan, he goes to university. So he takes himself on his Baytech to university. He uses public transit and here in Vancouver, it rains quite a bit throughout the fall and winter. So he he hops on, hops off on public transit with the BTEC, but then there's always that stretch of like 10 minutes before he makes it home where he has to just rip home, whether it's rain, snow, he's still taking public transit. And actually we got this really cool, I don't know if you guys have it. It's like a it's a layer that goes over top. It protects your your legs and it covers your legs completely. There's like a buckle that goes around the waist and there's a buckle that goes around um, the, the the legs. And that actually protects, it's, it's rainproof, it's weather resistant, and it protects him. So when he gets home, he's not completely drenched head to toe. So that was also a really great piece. If you don't have it already, I'll have to look it up. We'll attach the link to this episode, but what it does is it goes around your waist and your legs, and it's almost like having like a tarp around your legs and it's waterproof. And that's been a really, really helpful piece. Yeah, that is really helpful because if you know what Vancouver weather is like, it is full of rain and, you know, there is more rain in, in especially the West coast areas of, of the world right now. And even the farther East coast areas are getting some rain now. So I think it's really cool to have that. So yeah, you should uh, look that up for us after and um, we'll put it in the, in the description of the episode so everyone can click on it. Um, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I and I like that um, that he's layering. I think that's really important. I have a story about the power of merino long johns um, in not just cold weather, but every sort of weather and when it comes to transfers. So um, when we were in Italy, my partner wore his long johns almost every single day, regardless of the temperature, because you don't sweat in them and it 
like keeps you cool or keeps you hot, like I said earlier. We also found it was really helpful for doing car transfers to have that extra layer of um, protection for the skin, but also an extra layer to help reinforce the pants so that I'm not ripping his pants. And we thought it, we found it to be really, really helpful. So I would just literally like grab the, um, the waistband of the uh, long johns alongside his pants. And it just gave me so much more ability to grab his pants and pull him across the sliding board than it did with just his pants. Cause his pants, they all have like, and I know there's a lot of other uh, guys out there that, that ha- have these kind of pants that are kind of stretchy. Um, and so it doesn't provide as much ability to pull the pants over into the car. So yeah, we found out that these were really good for car transfers too. Um, so yeah, multifunctional, easy to layer. No one can really see it. It's super stylish. Um, and we'll definitely be recommending more Merino products when we do our winter episode, which will be in a couple months still. Um, what else do you find is really useful for fall as far as your partner, Dan? Like what else does he really like to do? I know my partner really likes the hot drinks and teas. And I feel like it's really easy to move into that when it's cooler outside. But the power of warm drinks for quadriplegics is pretty awesome for heating up the core temperature. What What is Dan like to, to do as far as that? Um, I wouldn't say that he's into like hot drinks necessarily. I know that one of the other items that works really well are those like um, hand warmers. They're packages that you can get from like pretty well any any like here we have Mark's work warehouse, any sort of like supply shop for construction or for guys that are working outside. You just kind of Amazon. Crunch- yeah, yeah, Amazon as well. Um, you crunch them. They're packages that come, they're like plastic packages. You crunch them and you just shove them in the pockets and they'll keep your they'll keep either your body when you're when they're in your pockets warm, your torso warm, or you can put them like into your mitts. They're not overly hot that um that they would like burn you or scold you or anything like that so they're quite safe but those are a good hack too I, I think you could probably even like put them into like the sides of your socks like around your ankles um and that would be really helpful but I I remember Dan using those long before his spinal cord injury <laughs> long long before his spinal cord injury and it's something that like when when it's really snowy outside and you still want to enjoy the snow, those kind of provide a little bit of a, a little bit of a barrier, a little bit of heat. Yeah, that's a really good tip. And yeah, those, you can get them by the box on Amazon. I think um, the last time we got them was like $35 for a big box of them, which is helpful because they only last for 10 hours, if that. So that's really good to have. Um, So I'm just trying to think about like, like my husband has this eternal problem of it rains so much in Vancouver and he doesn't want to wear a poncho all the time. He, but he needs something that is better than a rain jacket for covering up. And so I'm kind of like, what is the solution to this? I don't even have the solution. What do you like besides that, besides that uh, lap coverage thing, what is the solution for going out in the rain without having to wear a poncho? Do you I have think one? You, well, no, I think you have to wear a poncho. I know that like my next door neighbor. Try telling Evan that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I know that I see my, my neighbor Jillian. Um, she's also a wheelchair user. She has CP. And I know that I see her ripping, ripping in a tearing to the bus like pretty well every day during the winter. Um, 
she's always got the poncho yeah the poncho the only thing with the poncho is it's like it's like flowing behind you like a cape so like i know you have to have it that way though so the water kind of like we you know the water rolls off of you but i know dan won't wear one either um in fact one year actually one year he, he was pretty desperate and the only poncho i have like that like i have a rain poncho for going into the forest and whatnot and it's like blue with white polka dots so i know one year he was pretty desperate there was a couple of times that he did use my rain poncho but um i was also thinking like you know those golf umbrellas yeah. attached to the golf cart like i wonder if that would work we haven't actually even tried that one ourselves but when we do we will definitely make a video for for you guys and uh give you a review of that and maybe i'll actually get one sooner than later and see if that would be able to help but i mean we do a lot of outdoor walking like sometimes we'll walk to the grocery store it'd be pretty helpful to have something that was yeah. um more efficient right yeah, but it's so hard. It's like, I know that I've seen some of our followers post pictures of their partners with umbrellas, um, but it's always been on a power chair. So I don't know. Like, one thing I do know is that when I, because Evan's worn a poncho just a couple of times when I've pretty much forced him to, and there's been like, like hailstorm storms in Tofino, when it's just like, okay, hey, we need to be outside in the rain, but I'm sorry, your style is going to have to suffer for a couple of hours. And you're going to have to put on a freaking poncho. The ponchos that we've gotten that actually really help, because I've gotten both. I've gotten regular ponchos. And then I've gotten on Amazon ponchos for bikers. And those ones have a different shape to the bottom that fits really well over um, the Baytech handles, over the lap, over the wheelchair, so that it doesn't interfere like a regular poncho would for an able-bodied person. So I feel like that's a really, really good tip. And I actually got that tip from someone on the Wegs of SCI private group. They're like, no, 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 get a commuter poncho for people on bikes because there's so much more room at the bottom. And I'm like, yes, yes, this is perfect. So if your guy does like ponchos or if you want to force them to wear one when you're out and you don't feel like getting changed afterwards, definitely get a commuter bike poncho on Amazon. Um, they, they also have them at a lot of sporting goods stores. So that's a really good way to avoid the rain. But if you have any other tips as to how we could figure this out without, if, if our partners are kind of turning their nose up on at ponchos and don't want to wear them, if there's any other tips you can think about, please email us because we're always looking for these great tips to share with others. Right. I think at the very, at the very base level of what you should get to keep yourself from Weather conditions is a really good quality jacket that is rainproof. I know that Dan also has like rainproof pants. They're almost like wearing snow pants, but they're not. <laughs> and I mean, they they kind of just come in like one style. It's not like you're having like a variety of awesome looking joggers or something like you need something that is suitable where you're not getting soaked. So unfortunately that does mean covering your ankles, getting a good pair of boots, even for the winter that are, that you're not going to get, you know, that are going to be nice, that are going to be nice and cozy. And one of the first things that I got for him when he was still in rehab were, um, some really nice slippers, the ones I just like slide on the feet leather with like nice sheep wool inside. And, um, they are just slide ons. And those are really good for when you come inside from the cold. And I guess going back to your question about what is a good drink to have, and I know Evan enjoys this as well. It's a hot toddy. 
right? You have a shot of what is a bourbon, some honey, some lemon. It's just a really nice um, year round. Well, yeah, year round drink to enjoy. And that will get the system nice and toasty. It kind of reminds me of camping a little bit, but it's also really nice just to be inside by the fire and have like a really hot beverage. A hot toddy is a go-to. Yeah. And Evan is all for his teas in the winter. He literally lives on teas. As soon as he gets cold, he'll have a tea and he'll warm right up. So I can definitely recommend getting those. I don't know what brand they are, but it's just that the automatic hot water dispensers are really key, especially if you have limited hand function, your partner can just literally push down on the top and the hot water will always be hot. Um, and it just makes it easily accessible for those who want to really warm their, their core body temperature up. Um, And there's a lot of women out there that can relate to me when I say, if your partner has the shakes or they get the quad shakes where they just get their, like my husband describes it as his bones get cold, where he starts kind of shaking. And, um, you know, I have my different theories as to why that is, but there's a way to remedy that. And that is to have a hot tea. And it's almost instant where it's like when nothing else works, you literally should just start with that. So um, save some time and just give him a hot tea. And, you know, worst case scenario, put him in the hot shower, but teas seem to work really well. Then bundling up and just keeping the the core warm, it really, really helps. Um, As far Mm -hmm. as like types of teas, we just discovered a new type of tea, which is a herbal blend for lymph. And I have started giving it to Evan because men with spinal cord injuries have very stagnant lymph systems. It's just something that comes with the injury because of the central nervous system disorder and the lack of movement in the muscles. And it doesn't matter what injury you have or what level injury you have, your lymph will suffer because of the spinal cord injury. So I've been giving him the lymph lymphatic drainage tea with all the different herbs in it. And you can find this kind of tea online or at any kind of herbal dispensary. Just kind of do a quick Google search and you can find a bunch of different options. But I have found that this has been really helpful to help kind of stimulate his lymph system when he's not really getting much lymph stimula- stimulation. So that's a new tip this year that we I don't think we haven't discussed because we literally we just went to the store a, f- a month or so ago and found it ourselves, which it's it's really, really helped us. Right. So it sounds like um, it seems like Dan is listening to me record this podcast because he just texted me saying kinetic balance makes rain gear for people in wheelchairs. So there you are. So it's called Kinetic Balance. Have a look through their website. Um, Again, this is not sponsored by them, but have a look through their website to check out the rain gear that they make. Is this the lap protector that you were talking about earlier? Yes, there's a variety of rain gear that they make. Cool. And they have, I see here that they have backpacks that are rainproof. They have beanies pullovers um i like the idea like you were talking about um um raincoats earlier and Mm -hmm. you know a lot of people in our community have trouble with clothes that fit especially if they're higher level injuries because they're sitting and they either have the quad belly or they you know they have trouble zipping it up because let's face it most of these raincoats are designed for they're designed for able-bodied guys right and so um there's it looks like here that there's some jackets that have been kind of adapted with a longer back. 
Um, but I always recommend going to a tailor for stuff like this. If you can invest 50, 60 bucks after you get a rain jacket and get some pieces put in the side that are either elastic or waterproof elastic. And it just makes it so much easier for you to get your jacket up. So you're not struggling with pulling it over if you're, if you're in a seated position. Looks like they have some really good stuff here. I'm just like online. Right. And it, it looks like you can also get 10% off right now. So again, it is adaptive clothing for wheelchair users. <laughs> um, one of the other things that's really great is, and you have this, a nice sheepy, furry blanket, like a nice sheep wool with like a nice fur to either lie on top of sit on top of when you get home in your favorite chair or um, a, a good heat pad in general um, just to be able to plug that in and get cozy and warm with that. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, one of those things that I remember they lectured us so hard when our partners were in rehab was don't use electric heating pads. Don't use electric blankets. Don't use electric towel warmers. Um, I'm sorry, but these have all saved my partner many, many, many times. You just have to make sure that you check the skin quite often. So, um, you know, if you're going to use this kind of stuff, make sure you're keeping an eye on the skin. Make sure that you're using these things. Like I like to use the, the uh, shoulder heating pad on my partner because he has sensation in his shoulders and neck. And so he can tell me if it's getting too hot. So make sure you, if you're going to use stuff like that, which can be so helpful. I know getting out of the shower is amazing when you have a towel heater. I've heard stories that it's just like the best thing ever. Um, just make sure you're keeping an eye on his skin on the areas where he can't feel because you know, the lecturers were right when they were saying they're dangerous. They are. However, a lot of the time you kind of have to use them and you really want to use them and your partner really needs to warm up. So just make sure you're taking extra precautions and all of that and um, everything will be everything will be fine. A-okay. Yeah, awesome. So so far we have all the clothing we have some nice hot beverages look it up if you haven't heard of it hot toddy if you don't drink alcohol you can make an iced tea um the kinetic balance clothing the merino wool some nice slippers these are also really great gift ideas for mm -hmm. your partner in general right um christmas i hate to say it is is only what three months away we we are coming pretty close. We've got September, October, November, December. So four months away, we have Christmas. So these are great ideas for for your partner. Um, yeah. What else? What else? Are we missing anything else that you want to include well, in this episode? I just wanted to add to that, that over the past few years, I have really, really kept an eye on um, uh, Black Friday sales, pre-Christmas sales, and post-Christmas sales like Boxing Day. Um, and consistently over the past six, seven years, Black Friday is still the cheapest, not Cyber Monday, Black Friday. So everyone says, oh, it's just a hype. It doesn't, it's not actually cheaper. It is. I keep, I put myself on all of the mailing lists for my favorite brands and every single year they are the cheapest on Black Friday. It's still the cheapest, still the best. So giving you a heads up right now for gifts and if when you is want to Black save, Friday? Black Friday is um isn't it the last Friday of the of November? So I think it varies as to what date it is, but just do a quick Google search as to when Black Friday is um this year and 
save your money for that because you will not find better deals all year long. I don't care what anyone says. I have watched it like a hawk. All the good brands do their biggest sales on those days. So so buy your Christmas presents then. Buy your Merino then. Take advantage right. of all the Black Friday door crashers because I've been guilty of saying, oh, I'm just going to wait for Cyber Monday. It's probably not that big of a deal. The sales will be on all weekend. No, no, no. I always regret it. <laughs> so... so- so yes. Black Friday is November 24th, 2023. So those yes. are the dates to keep an eye out for. Do yourself a favor, get on the mailing list for all of the clothing that you wish you could afford for your partner now and you'll get like 50, 60% off. Um, oh my God. And yeah, it's a big deal. So make sure you're ready for that. We're giving you a couple months notice as your wags of SCI team here. Um, and you'll be prepared. And also it, it lessens the burden of buying right before Christmas. If like you can, you know, mm-hmm. if you buy at the end of November, you don't have to spend a ton of money in December. If you want to buy gifts for people, if, if you've decided that's your thing and you want to buy gifts, you're not going to break the bank. If you, if you spread it out, which is good tip for, for, people with SCI and couples who are on a budget, right? You want to spread things out. You want to go month to month where it's not just this heavy burden of December and then you're all depressed in January, right? So yes, there's your heads up. I mean, we're not really like huge gift people like Dan and I, like we rarely, we might buy like one small thing for each other when it comes to Christmas. But I know that like this year specifically, I feel a little bit guilty. We've been together for 11 years and I'm like, you know what? Every year, (laughs) every year, his birthday falls right before Christmas. This year, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make an effort. I'm going to hit up Black Friday, get something good that our partners are going to like. So, well, and the thing is, is it's not just for our partners. Like, you know, housewares stuff like sheets stuff that like you have to buy yes towels all the basics stuff that you need for your kitchen i'm telling you do not miss black friday people like do not miss it it is well worth it it is you can get your entire year of shopping done that i literally save for all fall for this because i know how much you're going to save this this is the stuff that you're going to buy anyways throughout the year um so you might as well get it 80 percent off um and especially in this SCI life when, you know, we literally are buying sheets two, three times a year. So yes. Um, yes, 100%. Make, sure you get on that. make sure you for sure get on that. Well, one thing I think we should talk about is how are you preparing for, for fall? How are you transitioning? Because, you know, as women, we are seasonal creatures. You know, we go through seasons every single month, right? As women. Mm-hmm. Um, and so how are you preparing for fall yourself? What are you, are you doing anything special for yourself or what's your kind of like little routine that you like to get into, um, as far as self-care or whatever? Well, I, I think it starts at home at the very base level. It should start at home every season. I, I get the urge to spring clean, fall clean, winter clean, summer clean, whatever it is you know, starting by cleaning your place out, changing your wardrobe over, changing supplies over, making sure that you are well stocked for candles, for teas, for cleaning supplies, for catheters, for whatever it is, meal prep, make sure you have enough Tupperware, you know, that have proper lids that are fitting. It's just like the basics of organization. And specifically, in um whether 
specifically if you're a caregiver in this community, it is really important to take some time, take like a good solid week and do some organization because once you start to eliminate the clutter from your life, your brain is able to function much more efficiently, more clearly, less frustration. You're able to do things with ease. And um, a lot of the time that also involves like a good solid cleaning, you know, do a really, really good cleaning of your showers, your cupboards, your closets, your like you said, make sure you've got nice clean sheets that don't have all these stains and things on them from just living this life. But just get yourself set up for success. And hire help to do so if you can, or get a family member to help you. It's like, hey, will you come help me for a few hours this one afternoon? You know, more often than not, a family member is looking for ways to help. Um, And you can always like for those of you that don't have big, larger budgets, first off, and we found this out, you know, when we decided to hire a joint cleaner last month for our two households, it's not that expensive. It was $150 Canadian for three hours of deep cleaning. Um, And to me, that's worth it. I, I don't care what anyone says. It's I will save that money for this month and I will spend it on that because the amount of peace you get from not having to spot clean your whole house in your spare time over the next few weeks after that is huge. Um, but again, even if you don't have the budget, ask a family member or trade services, like say, Hey, you come help me clean, right? Like you come help me clean for a couple hours. I will help you do this trade for errands, do stuff that is like, you know, this is community activity. This is people, things that people love. Maybe you are really gifted at doing a certain hobby or crafts, or maybe you want to gift a person some wine or trades, you know, some babysitting for your time, or I don't know what it is, errands or whatever you want to do that is unique to you. Find a way to make it happen because fall is the time you want to make your home really lovely for winter. So you can feel happy being inside at home. Like, you know, like you were talking about earlier. Yeah, 100%. Well, and I was just at Brooke's house the other day, what on Friday, I think it was and she and I walked in and I was like, Oh, my God, it's so clean in here. And what did you say? I hadn't cleaned since the cleaning lady came. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Which is very different than my house. I'm like, what? (laughs) I feel like I've cleaned five times since. (laughs) No, no, because she did the baseboard. She did everything. Like I had done like sweeping of the floor, but like I hadn't done any like nothing like I haven't even like done any polishing or like done any wall stuff or anything it's that deep clean right like I I yeah. get this like urge to have like the carpet cleaner come in and do like all my upholstery like yeah I I have like a very sensitive nose too so I really like to have everything done like I'll rip down all the curtains I'll wash all the curtains in the house and then have <laughs> the upholstery done <laughs> and in a nice way I rip down the curtains <laughs> and get that all settled but and you know take a trip to a thrift shop if you have stuff that doesn't fit anymore or you have household items that you're not using anymore there's some really great organization you can donate those things to Um, outside of the SCI world there is the SPCA they take donations there's the women's shelter they take donations you know so being able to give back to the community in a really helpful, uh, constructive way that where they're able to reuse these items and um, make some money from that. So 
We hope that today's episode has been helpful for you. Again, this is some really great banter between Brooke and I. As many of you know, we are... We don't just run this community. We are friends. We have been friends for years. And some of the best advice and uh, some of the best advice and helpful tips have come from lived experience that both of us have shared. If you are able to find a wag of SCI in the community who lives close to you, get to know them and uh, develop a friendship where you're able to have each other's backs and be there for each other. I know on many occasions, Brooke has come to my rescue, whether it's been catheters or picking me up and driving me somewhere or me picking her up, driving her to the airport or, you know, doing like a grocery pickup or a delivery or some gardening, whatever it is, or maybe you just need like a walk and a cup of tea with a, with a gal pal. This community is specifically important for that to make you feel like you are not alone. You are not transitioning through this life by yourself. And, um, I know there's a lot of effort pointed at the person who is living with spinal cord injury when the injury first uh, becomes relevant in your lives. But it is also very important to show our caregivers that we care about them as well. For sure. And I have a little message for anybody who, you know, is coming out of the summer season and is a little defeated or tired or is a little overloaded, especially those wags that have kids as well. Um, I know summer can be extremely busy. Summer activities, ferrying people around, even if you don't have kids, going to barbecues, going and doing this and that, trying to make the most out of the summer. It can be really hard on, on you and your body and your mind. And so I really, really think, and no, actually, I know I'm a I'm a Libra, so I am. <clears throat> I was born in the fall, and I do absolutely adore the fall season. But mostly because of the fact that it allows you to kind of set the pace for yourself for renewal, right? Um, everybody needs to live by the seasons, in my opinion. Our ancestors believed this, and you know, we live in a world now where we're kind of directed away from living according to seasonality. And so I think it's a really good opportunity, especially if the summer has been kind of tough on you and you feel overwhelmed to just step back and say, you know what, this is a great month to start my process, my looking inwards, me, me, me preparing myself for the winter, for hibernation season, for reflection season, for repairing season. This is what it, this se- these seasons are all about. And so I encourage you to do some reading about what these seasons are there for and how it can help you and how it can assist you in doing things that you have been avoiding, like looking inward and take really, really nurturing and taking care of yourself and staying home when, when you're supposed to go out and just saying no, when you really want to just chill. Um, so we want everybody to know that we understand what you're going through. We've been there. We are now going to start taking some time for ourselves and really, really work to prepare ourselves for renewal and repair and um, come into next spring as renewed versions of ourselves because this is what this season's all about. So if you have enjoyed this episode and you want to share your story about fall or what you're doing, what your partner's doing and how you guys are, are, are transitioning, we would love to hear from you. Please email us anytime, wagsofsti at gmail.com or you can message us on Facebook or on Instagram. We're always around. 
please join our private group if you have not already. The link is on our website, wagsofsci.com. Um, so we are looking forward to a great season ahead and we are wishing all of you guys a really, really amazing, refreshing fall season. So until next time, please take care of yourselves and love one another. Cheers. <laughs>